0: Last week, this week, and continuing next week, the gospel comes from Matthew chapter 13. And last week we heard the parable of the sower sowing the seed in the different types of soil. And we hear how our hearts are meant to be the different, are, are the different types of soil. And we want to prevent our hearts from not allowing the Word of God to, to grow in our hearts. And so we till that soil, we prepare that soil, and make it ready for that seed. This weekend we're, pre, we're presented with these three parables. The first parable is the is the story, uh, the parable of the of the enemy who sows the bad seed among amongst the good seed, or the bad seed amongst the wheat of of the farmer, of the enemy, or the enemy sows the bad seed in, in the good person. And scholars say about about this parable that the so, the seed that was sown was a seed that when it when it sprouts when it comes up it looks. Similar to wheat, such that you can't actually tell the difference until it matures, until it's produced uh, its fruit, until it's produced the head like a wheat wheat uh, uh, like a wheat plant would, and so until it matures and, and and does that, you can't tell the difference, and so it's this sign to us that we are meant to kind of walk in this world along with those who do evil. But those of us who are striving to do the good, those of us who are striving to seek the kingdom of heaven wherever we are. But all around us, we are constantly around people and, and of course, uh, temptation and such that desires to sow uh, the bad seed amongst us uh, in, order to, in order to confuse us, in order to pull us away from the kingdom of heaven. The parable I want to focus on in my homily today is the final parable of the, the leavening, that is, the yeast that is placed into the three measures of wheat flour. Scholars, once again, say that these three measures of wheat flour equals about 50 pounds. Can you imagine about 50 pounds of flour? And it just takes a small amount of yeast in order to leaven the whole batch as it's kneaded together, and the whole batch begins to be leavened and begins to grow with that yeast Yet yeah, that yeast within it. I think this leavening agent is meant to be us in the world. The world is like this these three measures of flour, it's all of the rest of the people in the world. And then there's those of us, faithful Catholics, Christians, who desire to live our faith each and every day. And everywhere that we go, we are meant to leaven the world, meaning we are meant to bring into the world. This faith that we have in order to bring the whole world to know Christ. We're meant to make the whole world leaven and grow in order to seek Christ in our lives. And I think there's three ways. I think there's a lot of ways, but I want to propose three ways in which we are meant to be leaven in the world. And I think it begins especially in marriage and the family, Sister Lucia, who was a visionary of Our Lady of Fatima in the early 1900s, at the end of her life she said the final battle will come down to the battle of the marriage and the family. And So I think it's essential that we strive to leaven our own families so that we may be leavened to the rest of the world. And I think these three ways are ways that we can do that. First and foremost, as Father Patrick Payton says, the family that prays together stays together. So a family needs to be intentional about setting aside time every day in order to pray together. Whether it just be a little bit or be a lot. There's some families that can get together and they can pray a whole rosary together. I don't think they began that way, but they worked up to be able to get to the point where their family could do that. Some families just aren't there yet, so we just start with a little bit. As long as we start with a little bit, gather our family together together, and maybe asking everybody for an intention to pray for, and maybe pray three Hail Marys right before we go to bed, gathering people together. Or maybe it's in the morning when we wake up, before we leave for the day. Spending time together in prayer, praying together, praying for each other, praying for our family, extended family, uh, our co-workers, uh, our community, our parish. Praying together is the essential part of who we are as a family, as a, as a church, and in your families as well. Secondly, our Sunday celebration. I think it's important for a family to take Sunday as the day of rest as God intends for it to be. To make Mass the pinnacle of what we do on Sundays, and to not fill the rest of the day with just different activity after activity after activity, but spend time as a family together on Sunday. Maybe it's just going to the lake. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's just spending time together uh, at home. Maybe it's playing board games. Maybe it's gathering some neighborhood kids together and playing a game together. Maybe it's uh, what our family did during the summer once a year. Uh, we lived on the farm, of course, and there's a whole bunch of families around us, and we get together and we play kind of a... a uh, in our section uh, uh, of the county, we play a baseball game together, whether it be on our farm or we we'd go into town, we play on the baseball field. but just something to do as a family and even inviting other families into that to begin to be that leavening agent in our world today. And thirdly, and finally, I think it's important that families sit down together every day and have at least one meal a day together. Whether we ordering something in, uh, whether it be actually cooking something, whether it be something as small as a sandwich, just sitting down together, no distractions, no TV, no phones, just sitting down together and sharing that meal together. It's amazing the kind of conversations that can come from that. As a parent, you're able to look your child in the, in the eye and see, uh, number one, if they're not telling you everything, is something's going on in their life, or be able to discuss with them what is going on in their life and be able to help them through it, be able to encourage them, uh, be able to affirm them as who they are as a human being, affirm them as a child of God, as your child, but being able to look them in the eye, to help them to follow Christ, to be the leaven in their own life. So they may be leaven in the world as well, and your family together may be 11, uh leaven also. I know in our world today, there's many opportunities to be distracted. But we have to realize the most important thing that we will ever do in our life is to seek Christ in all that we do. And we have to be intentional about that. We can't just expect it to happen to us. We have to make it happen in our lives. We have to schedule the time that we can do these things as a family. And so I highly encourage you to set that time now. We're getting closer to that busy season when school starts back up. when when all the activities start back up, and so we have to be able to say, this is when we will do this, there's nothing that will touch that time. Make that time. It is essential to your families, to our church, and to our society to turn it around and turn it back towards God.